Well, kia ora, Vainant here from Family Life and welcome to another episode. This is the Family Life New Zealand podcast and with me in studio today, Steve Hooper. Kia ora, nice to have you along. Nice to have you, Steve and Nikki Bray. Great, nice to be here. Oh, it's so good to be back together in the room recording these uh, podcast mm. episodes. And so today, the topic that we'll be talking about is on differences. <laughs> There's a whole lot in that one word. Now, of course, nobody who gets married marries someone who's different to them, right? And no, we only marry people that are like us, That's right? right. <laughs> uh, absolutely. What was that nervousness I picked up in your laugh right there? <laughs> oh, I just think there's so much in that word. Um, oh, there yeah. is. It's big. It's big. And and I've always um, I've always held this this belief that if the two of you weren't different, then one of you wouldn't be needed in this mm-hmm. relationship. That's right. So let's drop that bomb right there as we start out today's episode. So differences they're all around, and what we hope to share today in our episode is. Maybe a new way of looking at differences. So I've got an idea as we just get going today. Maybe we do another little, you know, one of those lightning rounds. We go go around the table and uh, (laughs) let's talk about things that are different. How about some music? Is that going to work? Sounds good to me. Yeah. Okay, so I'll, I'll start us out. So short and tall. Deep and shallow. Extrovert and introvert. How about a... Starter and a finisher. Yeah. A talker and a listener. Um, a perfectionist and a. Cat. Not so much. Yeah. <laughs> that one. <laughs> um, how about plan everything ahead or go with the flow? Mm-hmm. How about driven and laid back? Um, what about right and wrong? <laughs> <laughs> One is well, always right, right? <laughs> and um, I'm thinking risk taker and risk avoider. Mm-hmm. Well, going along with that, peacemaker and these are similar, peacemaker and peacekeeper. Think about that one. Ooh. Oh, they actually are very different, those two. They are. And what about security and freedom? We could go forever on these. Yeah, we I could. <laughs> How about one more, each of us? So I'm going to go with external processor and internal processor. Mm. Okay, how about loud and quiet? Okay, and I'm going to throw one in there that will really put a cat among the pigeons, spender and saver. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> spender and saver. Oh, gee, that was good. We, we could really probably go, go on forever on this, but <laughs> it's funny, as we, as, we, as we named a bunch of things, it, it sort of went in all directions. Mm. Which just goes to show that differences can pop out in all shapes and sizes. But I actually quite like the one you mentioned there at the end, Nikki, spender and a saver. Do you mm. want do you want to speak a bit into that? Oh, I just that it was a big one for us. Um, Andy was very much a spender. <laughs> and I liked to save. I liked to plan for a rainy day. And I think Part of it is the background because I come from a family where money was tight and we hadn't had a lot of money, then, you know, just saving it, um, that was my mindset. That provided security for me. Whereas Andy was very much, you know, let's, let's, money's meant to be enjoyed and let's, and the way it showed up for us was even just in our terminology. See, I would use the word budget, you know, we need to have a budget. And Andy didn't like the word budget. Um, he liked to, 
we actually had a discussion around this actually and decided that we, we needed to change that terminology because for him the word budget was all about restraint. Mm. And and so just it's semantics, but it made a big difference. So we decided to call it a spending plan. Spending plan. Yeah, and so just that terminology helped him see it differently. Mm. And and so you you're actually not allowing that difference then to create distance. You're saying, okay, this is a difference in how we view money. So even when we talk about it, how can we do that differently? but in a good, healthy way. And that was one little thing that worked for us. Yeah. Mm. How about for you, Steve? Are you a spender or a saver? Uh, it depends on what there is to buy. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we worked in the bank for 13 years, so budget for us was something that we became very familiar with, very used to, and it was something that we did together in our early years of marriage. So in terms of, I mean, I know money, finances, it's a bigger struggle for a lot of people. And of course, you can always do with more money. <laughs> but we, from early on in our marriage, that was something that we were very similar on mm. in terms of what we were spending money on, what we were saving yep. uh, for. Yeah. So One, one, one a, of the lucky few, one of the wow, lucky wow, few yeah. couples mm. out there that actually yeah. sort of sit around on the same side of that principle, that money principle. I know for Elra and I, I'm probably... Yeah, even though I, I, I tend to spend sometimes, uh, I'm often a bit of a saver. Mm-hmm. Actually, come to think of it, there are areas where I'm the spender and she's the saver, yeah. mm. and there are other areas where she's the saver. No, and yeah, and no, I'm the spender. Yeah, and same. I think that, that uh, did I say the same thing? <laughs> uh, we know I think what you we mean. know what you <laughs> It goes both ways. I think <laughs> it's true. But, but that very statement itself talks to what you consider to be important. So for a woman, um, well, for me anyway, my home and spending money on that kind of thing was something I wanted to do. Whereas if Andy wanted to go and spend money on a leaf blower or things like that, <laughs> that wasn't a priority. And so it's what you view as a priority. So here's a tip for Andy. Uh, tell her the leaf blower is for the home. <laughs> Inside the home. <laughs> or you just blow the carpet away. Yeah. yeah, for me, yeah, mountain biking. I mean, you can never yeah. buy too many things for mountain biking, but that's not a priority oh, for Leanne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. But interesting, as we look at differences, you've heard the saying opposites attract, and that can be true in a lot of our relationships. I know it is in ours and, and probably in yours too, and maybe for those listeners that are tuning in, you realise that, yeah, yeah, we, we're pretty opposite. And... Opposites attract, and so we find that we see someone that we are attracted to because they bring a different, they have a variety in life or something that we don't have, and so we're attracted to that as a difference, opposites. But sometimes along the line in marriage, those very same differences that attract us can sometimes you know, flip around the other way. Yep. And it could become like a, a magnet, you know, sort of two magnets pushing one another away. Oh. Aren't we interesting people that we, you know, Go from one side to the other. Exactly the same thing. Yeah, same thing. But what what yeah attracted me to you initially is now actually my biggest cause of frustration. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, it can be. Yeah. That's right. Actually, that reminds me of such a funny story with us because I mean we I knew that Andy and I were very different, but I don't think I realised how different we were until uh-huh. we were actually on our honeymoon. And um, we had, he had actually won a trip on the Orient Express and so we cashed it in and we decided to do a trip around Europe for six months backpacking. And it was a great way to spend your honeymoon getting to know each other. But we had travelled all night and we were coming, we were needing to um, park up and, and pitch our tent and I was getting really tired and I was getting grumpy and I was like, Andy, you've got to pull over somewhere. The next place we see, we've got to come, at, you know, just 
just park this thing and get this tent up. So we pulled in and um, sure enough, it was all pitch black. The um, office was closed. So we just snuck down, found a little posse, put our tent up, went to sleep, got up in the morning. And I came out of the tent and went to over where the ablution blocks and everything were and noticed that there weren't any doors on the showers. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, what what is this? And then I (laughs) turned around and lo and behold, we had stumbled into a nudist camp. (laughs) (laughs) When in Europe. (laughs) I ran back to Andy and I was like, we've got to get out of here now. And he's like, no, come on, honey, you've got to embrace the moment. And so he was all for spontaneity and make the most of the moment and relish everything that life throws you. So he was off to taking all his gear off and being a part (laughs) of that. Whereas I was more cautious and withdrawn. And and I remember looking at him as he was kind of like just having a blast around this nudist camp, just joining everybody. And there's me with all my clothes on, the only person. And I remember looking at him thinking, you are so abnormal (laughs) (laughs) what have I got myself into but as he reminded me in that moment I was the abnormal one because I was the one with the clothes on (laughs) well that's a bit of a change of perspective (laughs) yeah and I think that's the thing it's we can we can look at somebody and we can the things that as you say we loved I loved his spontaneity and I Mm. loved his getting involved in life but when it challenged me in that in a moment all of a sudden it was like you're wrong and I don't like this and that's when we can say yeah Mm. this isn't going to work and it normally doesn't take long to figure out the differences and for us it was on our honeymoon as well we booked a trip to Rarotonga I'd never been out of New Zealand before first time on a plane I think at 25 Mm. so go figure so here we are at this beautiful resort. It had its own beach. I'm relaxing on the, you know, in the sunshine. Uh, there's water. They bring you drinks, all this sort of stuff. I'm thinking, this is great. Why would we need to do anything else? This is this is what dreams are made of. This is the life. So I'm happy there. And then Leanne comes along and says, ah, oh, let's go shopping. I'm thinking, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I'm on We're a in beach. Rarotonga <laughs> on a beach with endless drinks and you want to go shopping? So, uh, yeah, we had an interesting discussion about that one, I'm figuring that, that you know, I'm, I'm quite happy here. We had to work that one out. But as we look at differences, um, we've found that we're different in a whole lot of other ways. Uh, that was one, shopping versus relaxing. I've realised that I'm the sort of person that I'm quite happy just chilling, uh, laid back. I could sit and watch paint dry or, or watch grass grow, you know. <laughs> I'd be quite happy just sort of doing that because, uh, you know, something's happening. I'm, a, I'm okay. I'm happy. So Leanne can paint the wall and you can watch oh, it dry. I'll watch it dry. <laughs> that won't go down too well, Steve. <laughs> because she likes to be doing things. You know, she's yeah, yeah. active. She gets bored if she sits and watches the grass grow. So that's something that we've come to realise is a difference in us that we've had to figure out. Another one is housekeeping. I mean, I admit I am a recovering perfectionist. You know, I have a, a place for everything and everything in its place. I'm one of those people that if you come into my shed, I'm one of those guys that draws a pic, uh, you know, outline oh, yeah, around yeah. all the tools. Good on you. So you know where they are and you know yeah. what's missing. And I'm the sort of person that when I use something, I'll put it back. So when I need to come and use it again next time, it's still in the same place. No one else in our house does that. I aspire <laughs> to be that person. I so do I. <laughs> Whereas Leanne, she's a little bit more, if she was here, she'd say she's a little bit more casual (laughs) in fact um, at the conference she shares how you know she has trouble losing things around the house so she leaves everything out where she can see it (laughs) (laughs) love that so you know we have these differences but we've had to work these things out in the early years of our marriage caused a lot of tension these things and yet we've managed to compromise on some of them and realize just that understanding of okay I'm this way Leanne is this way we've got to make this work So let's figure it out and have a great relationship, Mm. even though those differences can sometimes cause 
division and pulling people apart. They can actually be strengths as well. Oh, that's really good. And I guess just on that, so how would you how would you approach those conversations about about differences? Do you do you actually sit down and have a conversation about the differences, or do you do some introspection? How do you deal with this thing that's different? And I realize, oh dear, what have I got myself into? Because <laughs> I have decided to spend the rest of my life with this person, and is this really something that I can deal with? Because mm. there has been times that I've asked that question. Mm-hmm. And I've, and I've I've thought, wow, what have I got myself into? Mm. Um, and initially, you might view things differently. You might think that's quite cute mm. that she does that or that mm. he does that. But when you've seen that for the twentieth time, and it's now popping up, getting in your way, mm-hmm. the way you would have liked to do things, well, now it's just annoying. Mm. <laughs> and so for for me, I'm I'm actually always thinking through, okay. How do I approach this difference? And I'll share a bit about what, what approach I've taken in a moment. But maybe, Steve, do you want to share about what that's looked like for you and Leanne? Is that something you would typically talk about or just do a bit of introspection? Which way does it go? I think in the early years, we probably were slow learners and we probably bumped into each other a lot over these differences and there was a lot of friction and maybe you do realize, oh, is this, have I married the right person? But when you sit back and you think about some of these things and sometimes it dawns on you and sometimes it's having a conversation around our differences and we've done that too, where we've had to figure out that, okay, I am this way and you are this way. It's not wrong and it's not right, it's just different. In fact, that's one thing that we've come to realise is in our 28 years of marriage and being involved in family life is that exact point. Our differences are not good or bad they're not right or wrong. They are just different. And we are all different. They are just different. I like yeah. that. How about for you, Nikki? <laughs> yeah, well, it, again, it shows up in all kinds of ways. But I think one of the ways, well, okay. I've just written a number down here on this piece of paper, right, Vainant? Okay. Okay, so if you look at that piece that, that piece of paper with a number on, what number does that say to you? Okay, so Nikki's got a piece of paper here in front of me mm-hmm. and uh, it looks like a nine. It looks like a nine. Okay, and would you argue black and blue that that is a nine? Well, from where you're standing? From where I'm standing, that's a nine. Okay, and from where I'm standing, that's a six. Okay. And I could argue black and blue that that's a six. <laughs> and so I think one thing Andy and I learned was, because we were very different, and we could, if we were on opposite sides of the table looking at this, this issue, we could often look at it very, very differently. And so what we had to do was say, okay, one of us is going to have to go round the table. It's not that one's capitulating and the other one isn't, but let's Mm. both get on the same side of the table. And so for us, one of our biggest areas, I think, that we found ourselves in conflict was parenting. Mm. And so we actually had to get on the same side of the table. And we had to say, okay, so what are your needs? When you're looking at this whole area of parenting, what is it that you want And so Andy wanted freedom and Andy wanted grace and Andy wanted lots of fun and laughter because they Mm -hmm. were things that he valued and he loved. Okay. And he was good at those. And I wanted them too, but they probably were number two on my list. So on my list when Andy's... Right up there with uh, (laughs) hanging out in a nudist camp. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Whereas when Andy said to me, well, what is it you want? And I said, well, I want... I want to have order. I want to have some self-control. I want to have children that d- understand principles. And, you know, so we were, we were wanting different things. Mm. But 
together we said to each other, okay, both of these things are actually valuable. You know, how you see parenting and how I see parenting are both valuable. Actually, our kids will be much better grounded people if we can do both of these things. So therefore, how are we going to bring what I value, what you value and work together to be able to do that. So that was one way of saying let's have a conversation about how different we are, how we see parenting. And and so that then rat- played into another conversation about, okay, so how then are we going to do discipline? Because I saw diff- discipline different mm. to Andy did. Yep. He would often let them get away with far too much and wanted <laughs> me to lighten up. I wanted him to be a bit more serious, you know. And so you've got to have these conversations. And um, rather than say you're a useless parent, you know, it's like, no, actually they're just seeing it differently to how I am. And I think that's the thing that I have loved about marriage and that I have learned. I am, (laughs) I feel that I am a much more, I was going to say rounded person, but as a woman, (laughs) I probably don't want to say that, but I feel like I'm a much more complete. I am more whole. Mm. My perspective has been expanded on life because I've had Andy's input. Yep. And I see things in multicolor now. I think, yep. you know, you, I'm only able to look through my own eyes and I see things one certain way. But, but by having Andy's input into my life, I get a whole 360. Yeah. And I love that. And I feel I'm much more. I love that 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 image of the 360. Mm. And as you were, were speaking, I heard there's definitely a bit of both. There's a sitting down and talking, mm. but there's also that reflective space of thinking about what is it for me? Mm you've been able to pinpoint it you know i needed structure i needed discipline whereas andy said he needed freedom and grace and Mm. both good things but how do you actually bring them into the same into the same home and i'm sure there is a way and you've obviously found that sweet spot and uh, but the other word that pops to mind is as you were sharing now is perspective Mm. Mm. yeah and and sometimes uh the way we view difference can be changed by changing our mm. perspective because mm. this whole illustration of the six from my vantage point and the nine from Actually, your it's vantage the other way around but that's okay <laughs> well thank you very much it's the other <laughs> okay. way okay just turn the paper around sometimes we just need to turn the page around yeah. turn the paper around turn our worlds upside down mm. and we can see something entirely different mm. if i allow myself to actually move around the table like you say mm. to get alongside each other and view that same thing or that same object to view the world, well, I'm enriched. Mm-hmm. I'm enriched. Yeah, and the other thing I like too about that is it's not that I am always going to be that way too. So like I'm bringing this to this and Andy's bringing that and we're just understanding that difference. What we also found after 28 years of marriage was that because we're constantly changing, and I think this is the beauty of what God does in us in marriage, I actually became much more spontaneous. I became a lot more um, valued freedom, a mm. lot more. And so I changed. And that's because I allowed Andy's differences to influence me. Yep. And he did the same. Andy became a lot more cautious, a lot more internal thinking and processing because that was an area that he knew he needed to grow. And so from being two extreme ends, we actually found that God moved us over time more towards the middle. And so we're constantly changing and learning from one another. And I think that's the beauty of marriage is not to put your um, feet in the ground and say, I'm here, I'm right, you're wrong, you need to come here. It's like, okay, how can we 
embrace all of the goodness, all of the differences, and how can we move towards oneness, which ultimately is what we're doing. And so what I'm hearing as you speak is this underlying thing of we value, mm-hmm. we value each other's opinion. Yeah. Instead of trying to argue our own, I think if we can value that opinion, mm. well, then we take a step back. And what do you hear under that? So when you said that, I value your opinion, what do you need? You need to be humble. You need, mm. It's humility is one of those um, characteristics that we need to have in ourselves in order yeah. to value that difference. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was mm. going to say pride. <laughs> so the opposite. The opposite. So if I'm if I'm if I'm too too uh, proudful, I will just keep yeah. arguing my point. Exactly. Well, I have to actually let go of that pride mm. to walk around the table, offer up my point of view, and I have a point of view, and it's a it's a mm. fair mm. point of view. Um, but the, I guess the goal, and this is what I've found, because when I first learned about this idea of perspectives, I was always trying to. Get El Ray over to my side of the oh, table. Oh, my mm. darling husband used to do that. I used to say, <laughs> you to him, can "Honey, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to persuade me." <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you can just come around here and see yeah. it from my perspective, <laughs> yes. you'll agree with me. And and you know, because she's also a strong-willed person, you know that 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 often didn't end well. Yeah. Uh, and and the difference for us in our relationship definitely came at the moments where I was able to walk around to her side of the table. Mm. Mm. Funny enough. Every time I I did that, it won't be long before we both took a journey around to my side yeah. of the table. Mm. But it's always that thing of, you know, I actually have to go first. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Family Life have been inspiring and equipping marriages and families in New Zealand since 1990. As a charity, we don't make money from our events. We rely on the generosity of people who believe in our cause. Maybe you've experienced a family life event. Maybe it even changed your life. Or maybe you're listening to these podcasts and wondering, how can I be involved in helping family life reach homes and families in our beautiful country? You can do that by becoming a friend of family life. Friends of family life are a group of people who partner with us by donating $30 a month or more to enable us to continue impacting homes across Aotearoa. Join us. Because we believe when people develop effective relationship skills, their relationships flourish. Your help makes a difference. Check us out at familylife.nz donate. We'd love to hear from you. Typically, we'd say we we get married because here's two people who love one another. They're drawn to one another. They love hanging out together. You know, love is important and everybody sings about it. You know, all you need is love, the Beatles, all that sort of stuff. But, you know, in our 28 years of marriage and and research around differences, we've found that, yes, love is important and, yes, we need that, but there's actually something more important than love in a marriage relationship that if we don't understand or don't grasp this concept, we won't be able to love one another in a way that they need to be loved. And that's something that comes before love in a marriage relationship is understanding. And that's what we've been talking about, you know, perspective. Mm-hmm. If we can understand someone else's perspective or we can understand the way that they're made, the way that they're wired, the way that they do things, and they have a different perspective than us. They see things differently than we do. And that's a good thing. It's not like we're trying to compete or, or trying to, to win an argument or trying to dominate someone over to our way of seeing things, although that's what we can sometimes do. <laughs> mm. uh, it's understanding. And I think for us, that's been a huge part of our relationship as we talked before about these differences that we brought in, is understanding that, okay, 
it's not right or wrong. It's not good or bad. It is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that understanding uh, brings us to a richer, a richer place. Yeah, in our relationship. It was Ralph Waldo Emerson who said, "Understanding is a luxury," and I think what he's trying to say is few people are. Mm-hmm. But understanding is a luxury. And, and the Apostle Paul, you know, a couple of thousand years ago, writing to the Ephesians, I think it was, he says, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way. And so I guess for him to say that, first of all, it means it is possible. He yep. said, live with one another in an understanding way. We can do that. Yep. As hard as, as it is sometimes, we can do that. And understanding really does make a difference. The thing that has been really helpful for us in our relationship, and um, I started my coaching journey working with a tool called Strength Finder. Mm. For me, that was a great tool that gave vocabulary to our differences. And once I saw Alray's differences through the positive psychology lens, I was actually able to frame the positive aspects of how she's different. Mm. So before, to me, it was just a frustration. But after working with a tool like that, it became something that's good. Now, Steve, I know you and Leanne uh, do these understanding one another workshops where you actually go a bit deeper and work um, on a bit more personal level with couples, you know, smaller groups, but more of a workshop style than, mm-hmm. than our Weekend to Remember events. Mm. To tell us a bit about that, because you use the DISC profile, is that right? We do, yeah. Oh, and it's fantastic information. I remember the first time that we attended a Family Life Weekend to Remember event, just being blown away by the the content, the material, just how life-changing it was in terms of our relationship. Loved that weekend, and that's why we got involved in Family Life to begin with. But I'll never forget coming across this um, material, this uh, the DISC relationship profile, um, and the Understanding One Another event that we've put together around marriage now, it's just a, like a light bulb moment. Mm. I, I remember having that aha moment of hearing this material and thinking, oh, is, is that why I do the things that I do? Is that why I am the way I am? Oh, is that why Leanne acts that way? Um, in a nutshell, there are, um, not that we want to put people in boxes, but this is in its most simplest form, mm. Um, I like to say that we have in each of us, you know, God has in his wisdom placed in each of us a motor and a compass. So some people have a motor that runs fast and they're driven and they're high energy and they get a lot done. Other people are more relaxed, laid back, happy just to go mm-hmm. with the flow. So there's difference in our pace. Mm-hmm. There's also difference we have a compass. You know, some people's compass points towards people and they're more relational and more warm and friendly and feeling oriented uh, other people's compass is not pointing towards people, it's pointing to more towards task, you know, doing things, mm-hmm. uh, accomplishing things, and, th- and they may be not quite as friendly or maybe a little bit more guarded in relationships than, than the other person. So, you know, we have this, this, this motor and this compass, and some people are fast-paced, some people are slow-paced, some people are task-oriented, some people are people-oriented, and we've found in our relationship, and I know speaking to other people, they have too, that a lot of tension and a lot of conflict in marriage and in relationships is just around these four things. Well, wow. yeah. So that's a, in, in a basic nutshell. Of course, it's um, expanded a whole lot more than that into a, it's, it's multi-layered. Mm. But um, as we've been taking couples through that for a number of years now, they've said the same as us. It's just like a light going on. I, I feel mm. like I understand my partner sometimes for the first time, you know, wow. in, in many years of our married life. So it's a, it's a fantastic resource. 
I've heard this so many times. People say, oh, I don't like this personality test. They, I, I don't want to be labeled. <laughs> yeah. Well, hello, you are going to be labeled. <laughs> okay. We always talk about, oh, that tall guy with the black shirt mm. or that guy that works at the post office. Well, that's a label. Mm. Labels aren't necessarily bad. Mm. It's just a way for us to compartmentalize the world. And um, I'm saying, well, if people are going to label me, how about I give them the right label? Absolutely. Mm. And that's what's good about this one. It, it gives you a language to speak in terms like of that, a positive yeah. description of how I can first of all understand myself and then how I can come to better understand Leanne for how she's made and how she's wired. It gives me a language yep. support. Because sometimes, you're right, we, we, we label people negatively. Oh, you know, fatso or they're, you know, <laughs> oh, they <aren't> we <laughs> talk to, you know, well, I'm not saying I do this, but, you know, sometimes <laughs> in our worst moments we can label people. But this gives In our best like, moments, we also label people. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Raise your hand. Be honest with me who's ever, ever slipped up. Yeah. But yeah, it does. It gives you a positive language. Yeah. I found this to be true because um, uh, f- for me, uh, for us, I mean, it was the, the strength finder tool that really mm. made a big difference. So Al Ray is one of her top five strengths, you know, right up there is deliberative. Well, that strength really means that she's got this natural uh, ability to sense risk, Mm. to look at risk, to look at the world from a risk point of view. So always looking out, okay, what are the things that we need to be aware of? And so people with that strength often come across as slow because they they actually need time. Mm. And what this tool taught me was that one of her needs – for that strength is a bit of time to process. Yeah. So for me, throwing something on her and expecting an answer immediately, well, I'm not going to re- get the response I'm after because she needs a bit of time. Mm-hmm. Now, in the beginning, that used to annoy me. Well, now I've learned it's like the brakes on a racing car. <laughs> you know, yeah. both the engine and the brakes are really important. But without the brakes, you're going to end up killing yourself. <laughs> and I think if I didn't have her in my life, mm. uh, sometimes, you know, being the brakes when, you know, the engine wants to go rah, 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 let's go. Well, she's actually been my greatest asset in terms of us as a team in actually helping me to slow down sometimes and say, okay, let's, let's look at all the options here. Let's make sure that we're uh, just taking into consideration the, the risks involved. Mm. Yeah, you actually sound very much like Andy and I were. Um, <laughs> I think I saved him from driving our family off a cliff many times. <laughs> but recognise, and he valued that too. You know, it was mm, to start yeah. with again, it would be, come on, honey, why can't you just get behind this yeah. and come with me? And, and that's why I like our conversation, this three-way conversation, because it helps us not drive this podcast down a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate the difference that you both bring to this um, conversation. And unless we have anything else to share for the day, maybe let's go with the closing thought uh, from each of us. Yeah, I, I think I'd just really like to encourage our listeners to change your mindset on differences if you're seeing it as a bad thing. You know, see them as an opportunity for growth rather than something to be eliminated. And also, can I add another one? Yes, go yeah, for it. Okay. You can have mine. <laughs> Cho- choose to love who you are together. It's a choice. Yeah, so choose to love who you are together. Mm. And how about for you, Steve? Yeah, as we look back over 28 years of marriage now, we've seen how you know God has brought us together as a couple, as a unique blend. And I have uh, strengths and things that I'm uh, good at that you know, Leanne is maybe not so strong that I can help her uh, going that way. 
and she has a whole lot of things that she's good at that you know she can help me. So yeah, as as I said before, we've come to realize that together as a team, you know, we're stronger, we're more effective together than we are apart because we bring those differences. Uh, they don't drive us apart. They actually uh, it's like filling one another's gaps, you know, and we're stronger because of that. Do you want to end with that one, filling each other's gaps? Well, you want an illustration? Of course I do. You know I do. I love this illustration. <laughs> oh, he wants the Rocky uh, illustration that I share at the weekend. Okay. Um, there, uh, you know, uh, who's, uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie Rocky, but it goes back away. But in the very first Rocky movie, uh, Rocky has a girlfriend called Adrian. And he's, there's a scene in the movie where uh, Rocky is running down the road with Adrian's brother, Paulie. And Paulie sort of looks to Rocky and says, hey, can you explain something so I know? You know, you're on your way to becoming a famous boxer. You know, you're buff, you're strong, you're muscly, you're, you're well-known, you're, you're well-liked. You've got all these women sort of falling over themselves wanting to go out to you. You could choose any of these women you like. And yet you chose my sister, Adrian, plain old Adrian. He can't understand that. He said, you know, how, how come? So I, uh, Rocky looks back at Paulie and he says, um, as only Rocky can, he says, uh, Adrian got gaps. Paulie looks at him and goes, what, Adrian got, what does that mean? So um, I, I might not be able to describe this without seeing, but he held up his hands with all his fingers apart and he said, I got gaps. And he held up his other hand with all the fingers apart and says, Adrian got gaps. And then he puts his hands together with the fingers in between and says, together, no more gaps. Oh, <laughs> love that. Now you got to think, that's pretty good for Rocky that usually only strings one sentence together and all of his movies combined. That's yeah. pretty profound. But yeah, it's awesome. Good old Rocky wisdom. Absolutely. So thanks for listening today. And yeah, if you feel like you've got gaps and <laughs> your partner's got gaps, why don't you get together and fill those gaps? A key word for today is understanding. Mm. Understanding and respect. Our differences doesn't need to drive us apart. They can actually bring us together. Uh, if you want to go a bit deeper, uh, check out our Understanding One Another workshop. We'll see you again on the Family Life New Zealand podcast. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the Family Life New Zealand podcast, where we believe that when people develop their relationship skills, their relationships flourish. If you found this conversation useful and want to help us reach more families, simply rate it, review it, and share it. We'll see you next time. Do 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 do